two grand a month on the high end. So conservatively, I'm going to say we've probably spent at least $200,000 on this ad across tons of locations everywhere. And as far as the return, um, it's our best ad because it works. And my clients that are using this, I mean, honestly, there's, there's been at least two clients that this ad alone has been able to just float for a year with like 10 to $12 leads day in, day out, growing their practice, being their main source of new patients. Um, and so typically my clients are seeing uh, at least $1 and $3 out in return. So I would say the 200K is at least produced on the low side, 600 grand for these chiropractors. You're listening to the Rich Ad Poor Ad podcast, where we break down the financial principles that rich advertisers are deploying today to turn advertising into profit and get tons of traffic to their websites without killing their cash. These advertisers, agencies, affiliates, brands are responsible for managing over a billion dollars a year in ad spend. You'll hear about what's working for them today, their rich ads, and we'll roast their epic failures and crappy ads on the internet with poor ads. Let's get into it. Welcome to another episode of the Rich Ad Poor Ad Podcast, where we break down what's working now, what's tanking, and share with you the financial principles and strategies of scaling winning ad campaigns. Today is going to be an epic show. I am so excited. Are you ready to dive into it, Dylan? Oh, yeah. I'm getting comfortable right now. Let's do it, man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're going down memory lane today with a longtime friend, uh, but also an amazing marketer with a well-rounded, diverse, and dynamic uh, experience. But he's now uh, the founder of Patient autopilot and he specializes as ad agency with functional uh, medicine doctors and chiropractors which i'm pretty excited to catch up with him he's here in austin formerly both of us prior santa barbara residents and believe it or not the very first marketing hire at funnel-.com in the early wee 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 days back in the good old 2016 2017 so Without further ado, I'm so excited to have on the show, longtime friend, Caleb Hodges. Caleb, how you doing? What's up, guys? Zach, thanks for the intro. Thanks for having me on. Excited to be here with both you and Dylan and talk about some ads. Yeah, man. I'm so excited to have you on. I think I love what you're doing. I love the niche uh, that you've really specialized in the last few years. Dude, I mean, this is going to sound so naive and so you know ignorant, but like what? does cross-functional medicine really, what what does that really mean? And like, who are you serving in your ad agency? Yeah, so a a lot of chiropractors and then functional medicine, I often see it as like an evolution of chiropractors. Although, um, so some functional medicine or or integrative medicine doctors might be MDs as well, um, or chiropractors who grew their practice. And basically they're treating things like autoimmune disease, fatigue, um, diabetes, weight loss, that type of stuff. Got it. Got it. So why did you choose this? Right? Like, because before this, you were like working with some pretty big names, like, you know, myself, you know, I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but like you, you've done some pretty cool things in, in, in just the online, you know, marketing world. I think it was, it's super smart what you did, but why, why did you go down this route? 
Yeah, that's such a good question because it was hard for me. Um, I was used to working with people like Dr. Axe and people uh, I worked for Eben Pagan for a little bit. And I, I was doing when I was working with you at Funnel Dash, we had all kinds of really cool clients that I got to work with one on one. And um, so I was managing big campaigns, prominent stuff, things I could brag about. But uh, when I went on my honeymoon after getting married in 2017, I came back from that. I was like, man, you know, this is cool and I, I can make good money consulting, but I want to do more than just help people make money. I want to also make a difference and build a business. And my wife and I were getting into holistic health. And because of that, Dr. Axe client and a few other synchronicities, I ended up having uh, a bunch of chiropractor like influencer clients. And uh, originally I wanted to stay away from chiropractic because that was the industry that still to this day, so many, uh, you know, how to start your own agency programs say, oh, chiropractic's a great niche. Um, so it's a pretty worked over niche, but yeah. I had a lot of credibility already <laughs> in it and I'd worked with influencers. So I ended up there and uh, it's been great so far anyways. Yeah. You're like the poster child of like, start an agency and pick a niche. <laughs> it's like, oh, chiropractic. <laughs> chiropractors, but I think you've done a great job. So tell us a little bit about where the agency's at today. You know, how do you structure it with your clients and, you know, give everybody a little bit of rundown of, yeah. of what you're up to and how your agency works. Well, it even was more specific than that. A specific um, friend and client literally said, Hey, we started an agency for our chiropractic like consulting group, but we're, we're not running the agency as well as we'd like. Would you like to just take it over and have our clients so they also had two like big time uh, brick and mortar Cairo influencers. So they just dropped that all into my hands. So uh, that's how I got started <laughs> off with it. But, um, you know, I've learned a lot. It's been awesome. We've over we've been doing this for two and a half years now, and I've been able to run things tighter and tighter with uh, more efficiency and more effectiveness. And we've pretty much just grown off of referrals. We've added levels of software to um, automate things and increase our efficiency. We've learned how to like draw boundaries with clients and set expectations better. Um, and yeah, so it's exciting seeing the whole industry evolve. Now everybody's going to the pay per show model and it's all about lead nurturing bots and lots of exciting things happening in, in the lead gen space. That's a win for the clients and a win for the agencies and uh, definitely the old Zuck as well. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you've got some pretty good stuff, man. I, I love what you sent over here for uh, our Rich Ads segment. So are you ready to dive into it? Should we dive into yeah, the Rich Ads? Yeah, for ad? sure. Let's do it. All right, break it down for us. Yeah, so this ad I wrote maybe a year, a year and a half ago. Um, you know, we're just always testing new copy and writing new things to try out. And this ad was really fun for a few reasons. First, we start off by addressing the town chiropractor is in, you know, just a simple call out like you've seen before. Hey, what's up, Austin? And then uh, and then it gets in with the opening line is uh, let me pull this up here. Um, the opening line is something about reversing lifelong um, health challenges is can take time, but it's so worth having your life and energy back. And I like that line because it's hopeful and relates like to a hardcore specific issue right away. And then the next line is for anyone who wants freedom from pain, fatigue, or chronic health challenges, consider this. And then it makes the offer. Come see us for your initial exam, hypervolt massage, chiropractic adjustment, report of findings for only 41 bucks. Then we do a little bit of um, objection handling and explaining what we do and why we can help you with these things. Um, 
and it's literally saying you've got nothing to lose. I promise you're going to find our office to be caring, compassionate, knowledgeable, and helpful with whatever you're going through. This is perfect for anyone desiring to have their best health. Vouchers are limited. Claim by clicking learn more. And uh, in this one in particular, it's the chiropractor is a friend of mine. Awesome, awesome guy. It's a picture of him doing like a, a handstand and his back is just ripped and he's got like chiro tape on it. It's just really uh, catches your attention is done super well. Yeah. So like, how did this do? Like break it down for us. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I want to hear about the results. <laughs> yeah. So results wise, um, it's been awesome. Uh, as far as like hard numbers, I'm kind of estimating cause this has been our leading ad copy, um, an angle that we've used across, mm, I don't know, 15 to 20 accounts over the last two years, um, on average wow. each one or sorry, year and a half since, since whenever I wrote it. Um, <laughs> And each time it'll be spending about a thousand bucks a month on the low end to two grand a month on the high end. So conservatively, I'm going to say we've probably spent at least $200,000 on this ad across tons of locations everywhere. And as far as the return, um, it's our best ad because it works. And my clients that are using this, I mean, honestly, there's, there's been at least two clients that this ad alone has been able to just float for a year with like 10 to $12 leads day in, day out, growing their practice, being their main source of new patients. Um, and so typically my clients are seeing uh, at least $1 and $3 out in return. So I would say the 200K is at least produced on the low side, 600 grand for these chiropractors. Oh, there That's you have it. That's what I wanted to hear. That's the breakdown. <laughs> Caleb That's never fails. Part. <laughs> That's, Caleb, you, you never failed to deliver, my friend. I love it. So What's the funnel look like on the back of this thing, right? Yeah. You've done a great job of not only systemizing the copy, the creative on the ad side, but I'm sure you've done your work in systemizing the, the, the funnel on the back end of this thing. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, anybody running an agency or wanting to run an agency needs to understand that the Facebook ads is like one little point in the equation. Um, obviously, as, you're, as anyone listening to this probably knows, got to get them to click the ad then they got to like the landing page it's got to connect and make sense to with what they just read um that so we just sent them to a two-step opt-in funnel and on the landing page we've got social proof we've got um pictures of their reviews and testimonials from facebook we've got um their map hyperlinked in there and ideally i try to get them to shoot a video that's like further connecting the dots for them and then uh once they opt in we We'll try to have a scheduler. Like I said, I run this for a bunch of different people. So it's, there's variations all along the way. Um, but really, the, the real secret sauce is making sure that the chiropractic offices are trained to handle these leads and close them. Um, because I'll see ranges of anywhere from 10% of leads getting booked to um, 30% or 40% getting booked. And that's literally like double your return with the same amount of leads. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's really important. And what we do with our clients is really like making sure that each part of the funnel is dialed in so that they can really have a rich ad and, and grow and, uh, hit their goals, their ROI targets with their Facebook ad spend. So do y'all have scripts for the, uh, you know, whoever's kind of dealing with these actual kind of leads here, do you have scripts for them? Do you have to kind of go in and train them? What, how's the, I'm kind of curious how that kind of works out. Cause yeah, you're not the one closing the deals. <laughs> you can. Right. Yeah. Right. 
Um, yeah, so we've got a magic call script that we use that are based off of a bunch of different trainings. And I encourage them to adjust it. But at the end of the day, it's such an easy script. Um, it's it's basically just you got to relate to their pain, like dig for the pain first. Why are they interested in this? Um, I, I found that's the most important theme is figuring out why people are interested in this and then just doubling down on emphasizing that over and over and over and then booking their time and collecting their credit card. Uh, that's like the <laughs> high level flow of it. <laughs> Man, that is amazing. So here's a question I have for you. Caleb, you're you're a you're a you're a big credit card points points guy. Um, do yeah. you do you bill your clients uh, like up front and then you put the spend on your own card, or do you do you like have them pay for their ad spend? Do you own the ad accounts? Like, I'm I'm curious how you logistically set these up for your for your clients. Yeah, that's a great question. For the longest time, I wanted to take the ad spend, and I had tried that a few times because I want the points. <laughs> uh, I got to even work with the points guy back in the day a little bit. And that set me on a course. I've done amazing vacations using a million plus points and all that good <laughs> stuff. So I'm a huge fan. Um, but I, for one reason or another, especially in my earlier days of, uh, agency work, I was a little bit too, um, you know, I would just acquiesce to whatever the client wanted. <laughs> and then uh, a lot of my docs, we would run um, workshops or different campaigns for them. They're like one-offs. And so it got weird when I was trying to charge them for that. But the direction that I'm going in now, I am starting to collect their ad spend. And I just set the parameters. I say, hey, we're experts at this. We've been doing this for years. We know what works and doesn't work. So you're going to need to run the offer the way we tell you right now. And you're going to need to spend the ad spend that we say. And you're just going to pay it to us right away. Um, and then that's setting us up to really scale um, so that we can run tons of ad accounts that we own in one spot, still using their pages, and we get the points. Talk about some expectations. I'm in love with those. <laughs> <laughs> I love it's it. So I love important. it. I dude, I I'm gonna do a native advertisement right now for AdCard because 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 uh, uh, I can because I'm the host yeah, of the show. Get it. <laughs> but like <laughs> native live and native right here. <laughs> yeah, live and native advertising. So this is one of the things that like, this is like one of the use cases we wanted to create with ad card was so that the ad agency didn't have to go through these hoops to be able to earn that cash back. That cash back, like if you're charging, let's just say eight to 10% of spend uh, from a profitability standpoint, I've seen earning this one or 2% cash back on cards, literally double the profitability of an agency, right? It's like maybe like it's a it's a small like piece but massively profitable if you can get right and one like kind of the the crappy way of doing this is or like the old school way which which is you know like kudos to, to, to Caleb for doing it because like this is the way that you do it is like you make your clients pay all that ad spend up front and then you basically have to go keep track of it relentlessly on the back end right um and it's kind of a counting nightmare <laughs> like a little bit um yeah. and it's and what we did with, with ad card was like, Hey, let's, let's put the cash back in the hands of the agency. So the agency can refer into the ad card. The client can put their payment source on file, put the card on file with the ad account. And then the agency can earn the cash back without having to go through all the hoopla of billing them up front. And while also having the client have some level of float, right? So like kind of the downside and this, probably isn't as relevant for your 
for your market, like Caleb, because they're spending, you know, maybe a thousand, five thousand dollars a month on ads. But like for larger accounts, you know, somebody spending 10, 20, 30, 50 grand, like good luck trying to get those guys to pay for their ad bill, like up front, right? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. You're going to get like negative float. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, that's so true. You can only do that with the little guys. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, that's my. That's my uh, native live advertisement for AdCard, this particular use case. And um, if you can pull it off, I think it has huge implications in the long-term profitability uh, of the agency. This episode is brought to you by Funnel Dash's ad card, the only charge card exclusively for your digital ad spend. And if you're an ad agency that manages seven or even eight figures a year in media and ad spend for your clients, and you're looking to double your profits over the next six to 12 months, then check out AdCard. See, the typical agency model is this. You charge 10% of your spend, and you make 10 to 20% margin at the end of the day. So that's really one to 2% of your client's spend that is profit in your business. The easiest way to double that is to really find a way to earn in that one to 2% cash back of the card that is on file of your client's ad account. And before AdCard, what you had to do was invoice all your clients for their ad spend up front, which is really difficult on a cash flow basis and very difficult ask. And then you had to put the card on your own Amex or whatever card of choice to get that level of value back into your business. With AdCard, it's entirely different and streamlined. You simply get your clients on AdCard and make yourself the agency of record and you'll get the cash back as long as you're managing the ad spend. It's a great way to double your profit without doing any additional work. Check it out at FunnelDash.com. But let's dive into the poor ad segment. Let's talk about some shitty ads. Here we go. Let's go, Caleb. What's not working? Um, yeah, so I had, I had a real time trying to come up with the the poor ad because there's so many they're hilarious and i love just saving bad ads but this <laughs> one in particular was really ironic and made me laugh i've seen it a lot over the last few days and it's from tiktok for business so it's tiktok advertising to me on facebook trying to get me to go advertise on tiktok and for some reason um you know they're targeting by states obviously so the copy says texas um in like yeah, we're every inviting field small businesses in Texas, right? Like to use our offer super intelligent for small business in Texas. Yep. 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 It. Exactly. Then in the image, it says, Texas, we're inviting small businesses in bold letters, <laughs> New York <laughs> to scale up sales on TikTok. And it's in the image, like right next to where it says Texas. Oh, and then the headline says Texas again. I'm like, man, they just set themselves up and they haven't fixed it yet. I've been watching it and there's some hilarious comments on there. Like, haven't you learned from the uh, picante commercials or something? <laughs> and uh, it's all these advertisers being like, what is going on? And they're talking about how good their platform is. And I don't know. It's just ironic to me. Oh, yeah. I mean, in the key aspect here, stop wasting time and money on unrelated audiences. It's like, yeah. oh, y'all, y'all are the ones you really messed up, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm probably wrong on this because I just heard it from someone else. But they said that like TikTok, you can only geographically advertised by state right now or something which just makes this whole thing even funnier <laughs> oh my gosh that's so funny if you're oh. gonna do geotargeting you have to get the geo right uh, <laughs> it to work. Oh, oh. i love it i love it all right so caleb 
let's let's talk about some financial principles. Let's 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 dive into this. I think you you've come it. a long way from I would say your your days at at the points guy where you know your level of let's just say financial strategy or sophistication was like, hey, let me just kind of go maximize my points for vacations. But like you've been in business now for yourself. You you're you know what it's like to help your clients manage their cash flow, manage your own cash flow as an ad agency. You've had ups, you've had downs, you've had winning campaigns, you've had losses. What are some of your more core financial principles when you think about investing into growth, in, investing into ad campaigns, not investing? You know, how do you spend? Yeah. How do you capitalize the business? Like all that stuff could be anything, but like break it down for us. What, what advice do you have uh, for the other yeah. agencies and brands listening? There's a few things that I did really right early because um, I'd been in internet marketing for five or six years already before, I, or a little more than that, before I started my own agency. So I got to like hear what works and doesn't work and learn about cash flow and all that. And um, so one of the best things I did is I've always charged my clients up front immediately, no matter what, no work starts until I get paid up front. Um, and then as far as like targeting and getting clients, and I, th I would think this would apply really to any niche is you have to make sure that the numbers work. So I like chiropractic because oftentimes the practices I'm working with their, their lifetime value of a patient is over 2000. In fact, their, um, their patient value is usually around 2000 on the first sale. If they're a cash-based practice, which is mostly what I work with. Um, and because <laughs> that's opposed to a chiropractor that's doing like insurance only pay per visit. And then they have to bill out to the insurance. The cash flow cycles are backwards. So when you combine that with how I run my business and I want my money up front, I'm saying, all right, you're going to pay me up front. You're going to pay Facebook up front. And then for the first three months, you're going to be backwards <laughs> because you got to catch up on insurance and it's just slow and not good. So for me, velocity of the money is really, really important. And the timing mm. is everything. Yeah. Yeah, pay, I mean, it comes back down to, to payback period, right? For, it's particularly for your clients, right? There's two lessons here. <laughs> Number one, don't take insurance. Yeah, uh, yeah. But no, like, seriously. But I mean, that, I mean that's, that time to break even or time to profitability would be my guess is mm -hmm. got to be three to six months if you're going through insurance-like cycles. Yeah, it's uh, terrible. I, and my clients that are insurance based in the past, they don't stick around very long because of exactly that. They could have a cool practice. They could be big and maybe even be a seven figure practice. But if they do that, then they're going to have a hard time hiring a Facebook ad agency um, uh, efficiently because exactly they're not going to get paid back on it three to six months out. And then they're just going to be confused and feel weird, even though I'm doing everything the same on my end as I would for a cash based practice. That's going to be wildly <coughs> profitable on month one. Yeah, I mean, like essentially what you're asking for, right? If if they're on insurance is, hey, my retainers, let's say 3,500 bucks a month, we need 3,500 in spend or, you know, give or take, like whatever that looks like. And then you got to float that out essentially for six months. So you're asking them to write a $42,000 check before they know it works, right? <laughs> like they're going to yeah, know it works like terrible. maybe a couple months in, but it, it, it's kind of <laughs> like, yeah, like I know this is working. I know it's working, but I haven't really like seen the, the like the payday, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, you got, and they have to have serious faith, right? Like that, that all this is going to continue uh, to really, you know, play out. So I, I think that the lesson of focusing 
and understanding your client's cash flow is something that I think agencies that have tried to do what you've done for 10, 15 years still don't think about to this day, which is how, how do my clients unit economics? How do my clients cash flow works? And then there's different pockets within that. And then understanding like which ones have those unit economics and those cash flows yield high value, high LTV retained clients, right? Like I think like hats off to you. Like I'm clapping. Thank you. <laughs> that's awesome, I mean, that right? that's, it's the most important thing. Um, and especially as the agency marketing agency world is getting more and more crowded each day due to internet marketers selling yeah. people on the biz ops side of that. Uh, wow. it's important that if you're a real OG and you're serious about running an actual business, not just, you know, making five grand off of a few clients and you don't even know what you're doing. Um, the difference yeah. between that person and like standing out, adding value, keeping clients for two and a half years. Uh, the difference is understanding their business model and, and communicating mm -hmm. with them. And cause usually people have like an intuitive sense, whether they're conscious of it or aware of it or not, of yeah. if their client is successful and most agency owners don't want to have those conversations. Mm -hmm. I know yeah. I didn't, and I used to avoid them all the time, but now I understand that like confronting that head on and like digging into the numbers and figuring out where mm -hmm. things are going wrong is critical. Um, like mm -hmm. one time I had a functional medicine doctor <laughs> and uh, set them up with everything. We were getting them leads at our normal cost of everybody else. The system was running, but their mm -hmm. CA was just totally screwing it up over and over. She was sending her, she wasn't following our scripts and she was sending texts trying to upsell them on a machine called the Hocat. Oh, geez. I have no idea what it was. What is <laughs> <laughs> they weren't even explaining. Not, uh, we're going to use that for our poor ad segment on the next podcast. <laughs> we all hope that. Literally, they'd opt in for, for like their $97 functional medicine consultation and then get a text saying, hello, <laughs> it's me from the place. Um, would you like to upgrade for $150 for a HoCat session? That's it. <laughs> I'm like, no wonder nobody's coming in. What are you even doing? I told them to so stop funny. and they didn't stop. And then, you know, I lost them, but. <laughs> I tried <laughs> well, for, I, for the best for me. <laughs> I love it, dude. Coming back to some, another, some more golden nuggets here is, you know, it's one thing to understand. Okay. I, I think understanding is this, this first place of consciousness of, of knowing that there's a problem here, right? Like agencies prior, I would say ignored this. And now you're starting to understand it. So the next step of, of understanding is then, you know, being able to properly diagnose, you know, what's healthy cash flow, what's not healthy cash flow. And this is really where, you know, part of our learnings at Funnel Dash and in, in working with thousands of agencies is where I think this ultimately heads over the next couple of years is then to being able to not just understand or diagnose, but then to be able to solve those problems. And that really means offering clients financial products as mm -hmm. a way to solve those problems. Whether that means like, hey, do you need just like a better card? Do you need um, uh, uh, a loan to you know, fund your ad spend? Or do you need like, you know, help managing cash flow? And, and not everybody's going to need those. But I think that the agencies that succeed are going to get there the fastest because they're going to be value add. And then in five years time, it's going to be the norm, right? You're going to have the ad agency that's that basically you know, like is if you look at the, like the ad agency, gosh, 
six years ago, you only had the 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 media buyer, right? Like, and then now you have this full stack marketer like yourself, Caleb, who's doing the funnel and the ads. I think the next wave is somebody that's able to look at the ads, the funnel and the financial economics behind it and really solving that, that, that problem. I think we're early, but people are starting to understand that it's a conversation that they need to have to, to ultimately work with clients uh, long-term. So I'll get off my soapbox again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh you're just laying them up for me caleb so i can't help myself I know. <laughs> yeah well i i totally agree with that honestly and um when i've rubbed shoulders with like really elite like huge agencies that are just managing millions a month uh what i've learned from them is that they they don't view themselves as like a marketing agency they view themselves as a business consultant and so they'll get in there and they'll do exactly what you said they'll get in, get to the bottom of the moat there and see what's under the waters of their finances and um, hook them up with financial services, whether that's a billing system that's going to save them a couple points uh, on, on every dollar that comes in or, mm -hmm. or loans or better cards, um, because that's who's going to win. The more problems that you can solve, and, and my friends that have these bigger agencies, it's never just the Facebook ads. It's the software stack, it's the metric yep. stack, and then they just continue to vertically integrate and add value uh, and I think that's an awesome thing that people can do with the, with the, uh, ads cards. Yeah. And I would say the opposite of that, right? Like, let's just forecast in the future. What does this look like for somebody that doesn't make this shift? That is the frustrated agency owner that talks shit about their clients behind their backs and complains that they, that they, that they churn, right? That they're like, ah, I told them they had a winning campaign, but then they canceled after like three months and this continues to happen and that's because the agency is only focused on the unit economics, right? Like if I say, hey, I yep. got a, a, they're putting a dollar and they're getting $3 out, but they never asked when, when is that $3 like coming back out, you know, in yeah, their pocket? Yeah, when is important. And often agency owners are only focusing on like the ad spend and they'll talk mm -hmm. ROI numbers just on ad spend while mm -hmm. not including their own agency costs <laughs> or the cost yeah. of the, uh, of the, uh, client's team that's doing all the lead nurturing or the call center mm -hmm. that's involved. Because sometimes when I dive in with, with a client and I find out, Oh my gosh, your business is so inefficient. And there's so many other things going on that even though I'm killing it on the ads, it, yeah. you're still not breaking even on this at the right time or at all. And that's when you got to get in there and fix things. And we had that this happen with uh, one huge oh, so client. Good. They had like three, uh, three different locations and we were sending them tons of uh, medical leads. And one of the offices just wasn't getting the sales numbers and they kept moving the metrics for us. So they'd be like, hit this cost per lead. Then they'd be like, oh, well, now you need to hit the cost per lead and this sales metric. And I'm like, OK, I don't have anything to do with that. We kept telling them it's their sales team over and over until finally I lined up another agency to just get rid of this client because I didn't it was just not worth it and they weren't listening <laughs> and then uh this other agency comes in with that business consultant mindset and just tells them hey you gotta go in and audit your sales team at this underperforming location first before we do anything they go in there and do that and they fire everybody on the spot and close they closed <laughs> some of the leads that day themselves and they're like these leads are fine what are you talking about and so we've been taking heat this whole time just because we weren't you know acting like a business consultant diving in all the way and forcing the client to, yep. to figure out what's yep. going on Totally. And Caleb, you set me up again. Okay. <laughs> <Good>. So <laughs> this is good. I'm just gonna send this podcast to everybody because 
part <laughs> of giving someone, you know, an, an agency or a marketing partner visibility into the overall blended cost to acquire a customer, right? It's, it's agency fees or software fees. There's, there's like more than just the media spend. And so part of how we design AdCard is with the idea that you spin up a virtual card for each line item that goes into your customer acquisition costs, right? So like you would have um, a, you know, a card across all these expenses. No, your agency or your partner is not going to have access to your like P&L and your financial reports, right? But like to be able to put all of those customer acquisition related uh, metrics onto a, their own dedicated cards so that you could see the full picture um, at the financial level, not at like the pixel level <laughs> yeah. of like what it could be or like, and have it be like 20, 30% off. Uh, but really take that into consideration. So, um, you know, sponsored to you today by ad card. Um, but I digress. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so this, this has been an amazing episode. I know we're, we're running a short on time. Um, Caleb, tell us what you're up to next. What are you excited about and how can people get in touch? Yeah. Awesome. Well, you can hit me up on Facebook. Just look up Caleb Hodges and patient autopilot. Um, my website's patientautopilot.com and I am about to scale with the paper show model and just leveraging the amazing marketing technologies and softwares that we have today um, to, to really sell a machine and grow people's businesses and do some of the things that we were talking about, like uh, being more of a business consultant and pr solving problems at a deeper level. So happy to connect with anybody and answer any questions that you have. That's awesome. Caleb, it's always a pleasure. It's great to catch up. Thanks for all the layups today. Absolutely. You've been an amazing guest. <laughs> we'll have you back soon. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, Zach. Thanks, Dylan. Catch you guys later. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Rich Ad Poor Ad Podcast. If you're like me and listen to podcasts on the go, go ahead and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and richadpoorad.com slash podcast. And if you absolutely love the show, go ahead and leave a review and a comment, share with a friend. If you do, take a copy, screenshot of it, email me, Zach at FunnelDash.com. Show me you left a review. And I'll give you a free copy of the Rich Ad Poor Ad book. To learn more about the book, go to richadpoorad.com. To leave a review, go to richadpored.com slash review. Thanks again.